Scoot Henderson would like to play for the Spurs, but we know that he is not going to go number one. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. As always, you made the right choice, the smart move to come back to Lockdown Spurs. And uh, yeah, we are part of the Lockdown NBA Network. Subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, Sirius XM radio app, and now in Corpus Christi, Texas. If you're in Corpus Christi, go to the website KIII. That's the local uh, TV station out there. You'll be able to listen to Locked On Spurs. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, so what are we talking about today? Yes, more Wimby. You can't get enough about Wimby, but we're going to splash in some Scoot Henderson talk and what would it take for the Spurs to move into, well, after the first pick, to stay in the first uh, round in the upper um, top four picks possibly get Scoot Henderson. Let's just say Spurs fans had a lot of fun with the trade machines over the last few days, and it's been hilarious. Our guest took part of it, too, although I think he did it on purpose to rile up fans. <laughs> also, what is Wembanyama? Is he a one? Is he a two? Is he a three? Is he a four? What, what, just what is he? How is he going to fit with the Spurs roster next season? Let's going to bring in our guest. You heard him laugh right now. The instigator himself, my colleague at Ken's Five. He's on the TV side of things. Casey Vieira. Casey, you instigator, you. Yeah, there's no basketball on 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 Wednesday night. You know, had Twitter was Twitter was boring. You know, was the last dance was was on ESPN. Yeah, you know, you liked it, it was entertaining, but he's seen it so many times. There was nothing going on. So, merely suggesting trading Wembenyama for Keldon and Keldon Johnson for Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> That'll know. do the trick. You know what? I I think that'll you know, do I think it. A lot of people. Yeah, what was that? That'll do it for sure. Oh, yeah. You know what I think threw a lot of people off with that was to make them think that, like, I was, to make them think I was being serious was that they didn't pay attention. A lot of them didn't pay attention to the year of the pick, and yeah. they didn't put two and two together. And because <laughs> when I posted it, I was like, there's no way. Like, yeah, you get people who are gullible. But I was like, there's no way, like, this many people are gullible. And then I kind of thought about it. I was like, oh, because they didn't read the year of the pick. So they're thinking yeah. – you know, just because they're not clearly seeing Wimbanyama, if they see Wimbanyama, they know I'm trolling. So and you did a good job of it. You did a good job of it. I think absolutely. didn't didn't some fans uh, start showing some concern for your mental health as well, like legit oh, mental yeah. health issues. Oh, <laughs> is yeah. Casey okay? Yeah, is he okay? I know. Uh, is is he there? Right? Was, there was there was some quality quality responses that I was going to keep in my back pocket for future use. <laughs> One of them was take this tweet behind the barn and shoot it. <laughs> and that was one. Um, the other was the other one that made me laugh out loud was like, yes, police. Yes, this is him. <laughs> yeah, this is him. Yeah. Arrest him right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. yeah he's trading Wimby. And bringing back Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. What a way to go. But we're going to get into that. Why are we bringing this up? Was because of recent comments made by Scoot Henderson. At the draft combine, he was asked 
Uh, if he should go number one, obviously he's going to say yes. But he expanded on that uh, when asked if he would welcome a chance to talk with the Spurs uh, to make his case why he should go number one. He also said he would love to build a fan base in San Antonio and that he feels that his mind, his skill set, physicality would fit in with San Antonio. Look, uh, Casey, we, we know that ain't going to happen. I mean, barring some sort of crazy thing, you know, a medical result comes back with Wemby and, you know, he and all that. Well, something to that degree would have to happen uh, for the Spurs to pass on uh, Wemby. But that's not out of the realm of possibility that Scoot falls maybe as low as four, five, maybe. And the Spurs uh, do have the assets to make a move to stay in the top four or five. Uh-huh. What do you think it'll take? Could We know the Spurs asset-wise can do that. And there are things that have a possibility of it happening. So, for example, Charlotte, uh, LaMelo Ball, and um, Scoot may not work. So they, I could see them passing. That leaves Portland and Houston. Theoretically, yep. Casey, Spurs could make this happen. They very much could make this happen. They very, very much can make this happen. The thing that's concerning, and I say this for the sake of the conversation, because the Spurs largely are, are in a fine spot, but the thing that's concerning if I'm the Spurs and I want to do that is I look at Houston at number four, mm-hmm. and I'm operating under the assumption that, that Charlotte is not concerned about Lamelo's ankles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, they prefer to, to get a wing and not Scoot Henderson. I look at Houston at number four, and I'm like, well, they have a top four pick to pass along that there's a chance Charlotte could get Brandon Miller at four anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, if that was one of the guys and one of the Thompsons, you're going to get a, a comparable player anyways at number four. Any future, any future pick that the Rockets have of, of their own now that the Spurs have Wimbanyama, is going to be more valuable for the, is going to be a more valuable trade asset because right. the Spurs are not in all likelihood going to be a bottom five team for the foreseeable future and all you know barring something mm-hmm. crazy that's not going to happen. So immediately the Rockets picks are are worth more than the Spurs there and above all else you know, they they need a you know they have they still have the net the the mm-hmm. net picks as well right right, right. those. And above all else, I mean, they need a point guard. They I, they need that point guard. So if they're going to be, that's the team I'm looking out for if, to be aggressive and make that move. Because I do think because I, I do think it's because of their own picks, their deal mm-hmm. is more valuable than the Spurs. Because the Spurs, like you said, the Spurs are their own. It, it and you're banking on. At that point, you're banking on Atlanta really tanking in 26, which could happen. Mm-hmm. Which, which could, could happen. Theoretically yep. happen. Yeah, theoretically could happen. But you're banking on a bunch of protective first-round picks. Atlanta, you're hoping, becomes a really bad team in 26 and 2020. 20, was it 26 and 28? Those are the two mm-hmm. that are unprotected. Yes, sir. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm looking out for Houston there, one. And, and then number two, obviously, it's the Damian Lillard thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say getting Damian Miller help type of thing, because if Portland elects to go the route, so everyone's speculating that they're going to trade for help, you don't know what team deals a guy and tries to sneak in there at three and grab him. So say it's 
Siakam in Toronto. That's the deal that gets gets him to Portland. Operating under the assumption that Fred Van Fleet's probably a goner, you know where Scoot Henderson's going at number three. Right. You know Toronto's going to take him. So a lot of it is contingent on the Portland thing, which kind of, you know, I, I was initially thinking that they could get him at number three in Portland. But the more I thought about it, I was saying, I think if, they, if they're committed, they're going to have to go to number two. Because I, I just don't trust that number three spot with Portland moving that to a team that's going to need a point guard. And hmm. I could definitely see a scenario where that happened. I mean, even Boston, even Boston say they traded there for Jalen Brown. Yeah. They could use Scoot Henderson. You know, I mean, I'm being pessimistic here, but here's where I see the hiccups. One, I don't see teams being too kind with San Antonio trade unless they're into San Antonio as far as aware of their uh, assets and just trying Mm -hmm. to, you know, poke their eyes out. You know, this this team just won the lottery. Third time lightning strikes for them. Generational player, you know, not too far away from their dynasty era. So you can see teams kind of being hesitant about that. There are reports out there, allegedly, that some GMs that stay anonymous say, you know, that they hate to see San Antonio get lucky again. So there's Uh a hesitation. But here's the thing. Even let's just say whoever, you know, the two, three and four teams, they're, they're okay, Spurs, down to trade. You know, we know you guys scoot. Even if they attempt to poke the Spurs' eyes out, the Spurs can still afford it. That's what's crazy right. about their situation. You right. know, Portland says, give us Keldon, some of your aspiring contracts, and we know you got like a boatload of second rounders and first rounders. Give us a first rounder or whatever. And the Spurs could be okay and still not feel the pinch, Casey. Oh, without a doubt. And the thing is, you know, those picks are going to get moved in some capacity, anyways. Yeah, because there's just too there's just too many of them. There's there's twelve. Those are all trade chips. Not all of them, but but twelve through twenty twenty eight. They can't draft twelve guys at that. They're just not going to do it. So you know they're going to be moved in some capacity. So I think it just kind of comes down to whether they think now is the time to make a move. Because in all likelihood, if we're being honest. If they go after who, whoever, for the sake of the conversation, we'll say, we'll say they go after Jalen Brown again. Mm-hmm. That's probably a Donovan Mitchell type deal where you're going to be sending five to six picks back. Mm-hmm. So, are you looking? What what's more valuable in that sense? Is it trading those five to six picks plus probably Keldon or Vassell now to get a future point guard who can play with Wembanyama be your duo they can mm-hmm. collectively grow together or to wait it out see what you have have Wembanyama glow you know grow up a little bit by himself and then mm-hmm. move it for the next disgruntled superstar and I think that's like, like you said the Spurs have they have the capital to do that they have a lot it's going to take a lot it's it's going to take a lot but they have enough to get to the table I think the ball is in their court whether they want to do it because I do think I do think they have enough capital personally if I if it was me and I'm Portland or uh, Charlotte rather and I'm looking at that Houston deal just because I I I know I don't trust I don't trust Spurs to be worse than Houston mm-hmm. if Houston throwing unprotected picks in there I'm just taking the Houston deal because of it 
Yeah. Because just because I, I, I long term, I don't trust Houston to be better than the Spurs now. Right. So as a result, yeah, like you were saying, they it's going to take a lot. It's uh, going to be a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, and, think, I think it's I think it's going to be a Donovan Mitchell right. type of deal. Five and, and, six and, plus Calvin and Russell. Yeah. And you know we know this team you know, on paper can make it happen. They trust me, Charlotte and Portland and Houston, they see that Worcester Spurs have the, and the young roster be okay. What do we got? You can come to the table as you mentioned. Right. But if, if they were to make that happen, let's just say, you know, the, that's the big, you know, blockbuster deal draft night, then how would he translate? Because this is a team, a Spurs team that, and I'm old and everybody knows that I don't, think I've never seen this Spurs team having two young megastars on their roster. Got close with Robinson and Duncan, but Robinson was running the back end of his career and Duncan was still a pup. And then by the time Duncan came up, Robinson was way on the decline. To a certain degree, maybe the big three, but even then, Manu and Tony... Not even. We're not close. I wouldn't say the big three, no. No. Yeah, close to what Wimby... And Scoot can be. So I'm looking at this now, the financials of it. Like, can this small market afford, because we've never seen the Spurs enter this territory, two potential megastars, Casey? Yes. <laughs> Oof. They can know. afford it, but long term, because yeah. eventually they're going to want to get paid. They're, they're going to want to get paid. You know what? Hold that thought. Let's let's wrap up this uh this chat right here. Can this first make sure locked now? on gets paid here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were sure locked on gets paid exactly here. Uh so hold that thought. We'll talk about if this small market team, quote unquote, can handle two potential megastars, just not even close to their primes. Right here on Casey. I'm sorry, on Lockdown Spurs with Casey Vieira. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. And uh, you want to do that also, too, to see his uh, wild trade idea. They got Spurs fans all <laughs> popping Yeah, a couple of days ago. Hey, I want to talk to you about game time. You want to go to game time right now. Again, go to gametime.co. You can buy tickets to your favorite events, and it won't be stressful. From sports, music, comedy, theater near you, killer last-minute deals, their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. As mentioned, fast and easy way to buy tickets. You get images of uh, the seats and the seat views. Lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, so much more. You can even buy tickets at the last second. Yeah, they got it all over at Game Time. So forget planning months in advance. With Game Time Guarantee, you'll always get the best price. You can find tickets. And if you do find tickets, I should say, in the same section and row for less, Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So whether it's football, basketball, baseball, concerts, again, they got you covered. Get images of your seat before you buy, and you'll know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. You'll never have to dig through your email. Just uh, buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Download the Game Time app right now. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with my colleague at Ken's 5. He is Casey Vieira. Follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira because I want you to let him know what you think about his trade proposal. Basically, Kawhi's coming back. 
So that should stir the pot right there. Go check it out. Would you say, like, okay, okay, hold, the, hold on. Before, okay. Before we pivot, though, before we pivot, like we should be doing, but since you brought it up, I'll bring it up again. You dumped that Wimbanyama pick. Are you trading? What was it, Keldon? Who are the other two? Money? I said McDermott and Graham. I don't have, your, I said? I don't have your trade polls in front of me. I know, something like that. Say if it was if Keldon, McDermott, and Graham. No for no Wimbanyama, of course. You do that yeah. for Kawhi? No. Me neither. Okay. No, me neither. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it at all. Uh, but you know, let's wrap up. Let's wrap just up this testing, conversation. Just testing to see where you're at. No, 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 no. I'm done. The, the Kawhi boat has sailed out of San Antonio a long time ago. Yeah. But here's the thing. You know, it was Scoot saying that he would love to go number one. Obviously, he's going to say that. What else he's going to say? Uh, but now we know technically the Spurs can make it happen, and technically they can match any off or any demand and still be okay with it. Then comes the idea of another, you know, uncharted territory for the Spurs franchises holding down two potential megastars at the same time, rookie season moving forward. It's not the same NBA it was back in Duncan era, Robinson era, ice era. These are kids now that want to get paid. It's all about their brand. It's all about their sneaker, who's promoting them, their entourage, you know, you know, financial freedom. You know, the Warriors were able to get away with it, but they paid a heavy cost. For it financially, I mean, they were paying out the butt to keep these uh, that the Golden State team together as much as they can. I don't know if San Antonio could afford it. That'd be interesting to see how this franchise would handle that scenario. They'll make room for it. They'll make it work. You have to. You have to. Yeah. Have to make it. Work. I mean, it's gonna. You're gonna have it for seven years. You know, if, if they're both gonna come in at the same time, if you include their rookie, the extension of their rookie deal. You're going to have them for at least seven seven years. They'll make it work. I'm not. That doesn't concern me. I wouldn't. You see, that would concern me, just because I never seen the Spurs ownership go deep into the luxury tax area. Never will like right. the Warriors went through or the Lakers go through. But then again, look at that market. Look at the. I mean, the Los Angeles they can afford it. You know, with all the revenue they come in, San Antonio never has been there before. It was close a few times. But it d- didn't happen. Not, I, I mean, we're being led to believe that this is not, this is not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, with this new ownership group, with 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 Dell here now, like we're being led to believe that this is not the same thing. And mm-hmm. if I'm to believe that, which I do, I think they would make it. I think they would make, make it, it work, especially. And, and this doesn't mean this doesn't mean moving to Austin, but if you're especially if you're trying to really engage that Austin crowd, that is that is going is very profitable. You make it. You make it work. You make it work. You make yeah. it. You make it work. Even uh, you, you you find a way. All right. Well, you know, circling back to uh, Scoot and his, you know, openness, obviously to go number one. I mean, which college player in the draft pool wouldn't want to go number one? But so what is your best trade proposal? So what's on the table? If Casey Vera has his Spurs GM hat and he's at the table with Charlotte or Houston or Portland, what are you offering for that for that pick to get into position to get Scoot? If it is it, took... is it basically anything you want because we can afford it? Is that your mentality? Kind of. Wow. Yeah. I- Kind of, because here, here's my thought process with it. 
the difference why I I am more willing to jump on this as opposed to trade for a star is that any other star that you're going to get, you're probably being that if we want to play the San Antonio's small market narrative that we always do, you're looking at three years under control. And then that fourth year, they hit the market and it's fair game. With Henderson, you're looking at seven to eight years under control. And I know those first three, you're not in all likelihood not getting a peak player, but you're getting a really good player to pair with a generational prospect so they can come up. This is basically Durant and Westbrook all over again. That's the potential for that. Basically, yeah. This has the potential to be Durant and Westbrook all over again. And if you're telling if you're if you're asking me what's more valuable what's more valuable in three three years from now three years from now because Keldon will still be on contract are you more content with Keldon and whoever comes by way of those lottery protected picks from Atlanta from Chicago, Chicago's top 10 but Atlanta Boston all those are you more and, and not even mention their Spurs own, which is probably going to fall outside the lottery as well or in the teens. Are you more content with Keldon and a few of those role players? Right. Know, know what this feels like, Casey? D- Derek, what? Lonnie, and DeJounte all over again as well at the same time. That's a very good point. Yeah, that's a very good Yeah, that's a very good point. Are you more content with Keldon and some semblance of three to four players that you'll get in the teens? Or are you content with a guy that a lot of people viewed as someone who could be the number one pick overall if it wasn't for Wembenyama in four years? Yeah. Where do you like? No, no. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You you take you take you take the Henderson deal. So if it takes if it takes either one of Keldon Vassell and five picks, probably six picks in all likelihood, mm-hmm. you have deep. twelve. You have twelve to offer. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is not the full cabinet. This is not the full cabinet. You, you have 12 to offer. I do it. I think I do it. I think so, too. I, I think I'm on board with that. I think you pull the trigger. You make it happen. Uh, about the only one close to untouchable is maybe Sohan. Maybe. And maybe. You know, I think he, for me, he comes with, a, with, with maybe some sticker shock. But I'm right. not saying he's off the table. So... I mean, would that would that make you pause a bit if, if let's just say Portland were to say, "All right, give us Sohan." Would that make you be like, "Or Sohan's part of the deal, or it's over"? Or are you still going forward? I think I'm still going for it. Wow, man, I'm hesitating. I on. think I'm. I think I think I'm still going for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hesitating. Thought, well, I mean, I would rather. I would. Rather, it just feels like then you're back down to what are you left with? I mean, sure, you're left it with two oh, really? potential generational players, but Trey Jones, mm, Zach no, Collins, by then. yeah, it's good. it'll be a different, it'll be a different team by this point next year. I'm focused on, I'm focused primarily around who are the, the centerpieces to build around because I feel like everything else can fall into place after that, and I would rather have mm-hmm. two. 19 year olds right now that I know are going to be centerpieces for potentially the next seven years than I am with one centerpiece in Wemba Nyama and a bunch of good but not great players. 
Yeah. Keldon Johnson, good, but not great. Devin Bissell, good, but not great. Jeremy Sohan, TBD, which is why I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, eh, maybe not. Plus, you still have Sohan for three more years on his rookie deal, mm-hmm. which is another reason, yeah. which is another reason I feel I'd want to try to back out. I mean, you know, maybe so, if yeah, you... Just... Maybe if you shed one of the picks and, and give Sohan instead, if it's like Sohan and, and four picks as opposed to Keldon and five, uh, I think you revisit that. Mm-hmm. But wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I lost you. You're saying they give back a pick and they replace it with, with Sohan. Right, right. No, okay, I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying instead of giving Keldon Johnson and five picks, you give him Sohan and Sohan and four picks. Four picks. Okay, so you're just take keeping one. Yeah, my dog. Yeah, yeah that, as, you, as you can hear, you, you can hear him. He's not a fan of the deal. No, he's not a fan of the deal. Yeah, he's chiming in. But you know, by the way, he's also making his his uh, re return, his re debut here. He's he's come on twice before. Locked on. Oh, I don't know. It's, I think he's. he's um, he he had a pretty good run. He had a pretty good run during COVID there. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It looks like run. Casey's. Casey's dog is not a fan of of Casey's idea here proposing, but yeah. then again, you know, well, look what he did. When I, he should have seen what he did with <laughs> the uh, fly trade I threw out there. I, I bet, I bet. Hey, but it's interesting though, listeners, because uh, the Spurs do have the assets to make big swings for the fences and not even feel a hit. So it'll be interesting. There are rumblings out there that the Spurs are looking to stay in that first round, upper crust, top ten picks after picking Wimby. Obviously, I hope I I hope we're not jinxing it with all this Wimby coverage. That that'll suck. Nah. <laughs> the only way the only way they don't pick Wemby is he, if he retires. If Wemby if Wemby were to get hurt, he's still going number one overall. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or there's 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 no yeah. way. Yeah, but uh, it's interesting. The Spurs could make a Wemby Scoot pairing begin or the dynasty era possibly in San Antonio. Hey, Scoot's down. We'll see if the Spurs are down to try to make that swing for the fence. Hey, when we get back, we're going to shift again to Wimbanyama and ask, what is he? Is he a four? Is he a five? Is he a one? We'll find out what Casey has to say right here on Lockdown Spurs. Again, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. We'll definitely be back next week. And by the way, everybody, yes, I think Monday's episode, possibly no Wimby talk. Brace yourself. Yes. We're going to take a break, maybe. No, you know, he's going to come up, so I'm not going to go there. We'll probably talk about Wimby, but we're going to be heavily focusing on just the draft itself. And the guys, uh, you guys, like I said, you guys are the Everdayers, and looking forward to reconnecting with you guys back on Monday. Hey, I want to talk to you about bird dogs. If you need some good, stretchy fabric, like good clothes that make your legs look great, comfy, look no further than bird dogs. They got the fit, they got the comfort, they got the versatility. I have a pair of the bird dog shorts, and let me tell you right now, they fit great and they feel comfortable. You got people like Dave Portnoy. He does pizza reviews wearing bird dogs. He talks about how he hates a pizza, but hey, he looks looks good in those uh, bird dog shorts. You got part of my take host. They famously wear pants, and the only shorts that they truly love are bird dogs. So you want to go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA and enter promo code LockedOnNBA. Guess what? Bird Dogs will throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Once again, you want to go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use code LockedOnNBA. You get yourself a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler over at birddogs.com. And, but before we get back to Casey, I want to talk to you about Mud Slingers Drive-Thru Coffee. 
Spurs fans, are you getting ready for Wimby's arrival? I am. Casey is. Everybody right now is. Well, they have a new drink for you. It's called the Alien, and it's an homage to Wimby's imminent uh, arrival in San Antonio. I heard that it tastes really good. Fans Hold are already on. lining time, up. Time, 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 yes. time out. I don't have a, I don't have an issue interrupting this because I'm going to plug that I I went to. I actually went did you to have the alien plane. already? No, that was my oh. question. I honestly, I went to Mudslingers today. I'm like, maybe about two hours ago. What is very, very good stuff. So I'm, I'm sure me, them, me interrupting your ad read, they're not going to take issue with this having someone vouch for no, it as well. No, no. Yeah. What is the alien? Because had I known, well, I would have tried it. Uh, a lot of Red Bull. Well, it's part of their uh, their Red Bull infused lightning bolt line. So they have a bunch oh, of like a, you know energy drink. It's basically that's an fine. energy drink. <laughs> so. Okay. It's an energy drink, and okay. they use a green apple, they use a Red Bull, and they have another flavor, and they mix it all together, and it's green like an alien. So, because that's the nickname oh. that Wimby likes, the alien. Get it now, Casey? See it? I See it there? It. You got it. I got it. Yeah. But, I, but Casey, you went recently, right? And you, well, I mean, obviously you didn't get the alien, but I heard oh, I went, you gave I went, it a thumbs I'm up. Not, I'm not just saying this. I went two hours ago. I went two hours ago. Got my got my cold brew. Yeah, it's the real deal. Got my medium cold brew, a little bit of oat milk. That's uh, I'm a simple man. I mean, the alien. I appreciate the sentiment and the creativity, but people, you know, that's not my. Not oh, I love anything. Red, red, if you put a Red Bull in front of me, forget about it. I'm I'm done. I'll really? Yeah, I love Red Bull. Really? I love. I like that. I take a Red Bull on to to media row, and I have one with me all at at all times. Wow. I just love it. I put oh. it on ice. Oh yeah, put it on ice. Forget it. No. So the alien, see, see the the aliens are wheelhouse. Then you know, I I, I look, I I certainly appreciate the the other stuff, but I I see them as a coffee place and a really good coffee place. But you know what? You got how, how are you going to maximize your return on a place that's exactly. growing in popularity? You got to expand other things. Exactly, and that's why Muslingers is locally yeah. owned. And it's an independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for the San Antonio community. They do it fast and friendly, so you get on with your day. As mentioned, they got the Red Bull infused lightning bolt line. They have uh, lattes, cold brews. Basically, three hundred five star reviews cannot be wrong. So if you need also daily uh, dairy alternatives, low calorie options, caffeine free drinks, they got it there as well. You want to go to Mudslingers Drive Through Coffee for a tasty and convenient caffeine fix located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 281-1604. They're open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. so you can get on uh, with your day. Again, find them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, at MudslingerSTX, all one word. Also, I recommend you try the OGOJ. If you love that Orange Julius taste from back in the 80s, everybody, Wandering Windsor Park Mall, South Park Mall, Ingram Park Mall. Yeah, y'all remember those days. It's back, the OG OJ. Once again, life is too short for bland coffee, as Casey can attest. He goes there almost daily. But let's get on with some <laughs> uh, Spurs talk here and talk about Wimby Shocker. Daily. But again, thanks, Muslingers, for uh, sponsoring they, they, I got, I got my teeth. Sorry, I keep cutting off your ad read because it's good stuff. I keep, I keep cutting out. I, I got to show love because I went the other day and they heard we were talking about them and I got a t-shirt. I got my Tumblr. Oh, look at you. Good people, right? Yeah, there, are, there are good people, yes, that, that they are. Yeah, I've been there a few times and uh, quick, fast, courteous service. Yes. 
hey, muslingers, we're gonna we're gonna charge double for this ad for you. <laughs> yeah, you got you. I want another tum- I, I got the tumbler in blue. I want the tumbler in black. Yeah, now. exactly. Um, but uh, speaking of the alien and the Wimby, uh, you know, we've seen the highlights already of him, and you know, re- the recent highlights have him in warmups knocking down uh, at least five or six threes in a row. Yeah, I said threes at seven foot four or five, whatever he's listed at. But there's highlights of him playing the paint. Then there's highlights of him facing up. Then there's highlights of him of the back to the basket game. Oh, and then there's him playing defense and running up and down the court as if he's a six foot guard, like nothing. Casey, what is he? Is he a five? Is he a three? Is he a one? What is he? I have no idea. He's an alien. There you go. Good segue, by the <laughs> he's way. He's an alien. I, I think I think that's probably to be determined as to what he is because it's just pretty much a matter of how they use him. If they use him primarily in the post, well, in due time, we're going to be calling him a five. But if they're using him to be more crafty, play with the ball in his hands and stretch the floor a little bit and play him out there with Collins or I almost said Jakob Pertl. <laughs> Pertl's been gone a minute now. Yeah. No, play him with uh play him with Collins or whatever true five, then I guess at that point you're saying he's a, a stretch four. So probably I'd say to be determined because we don't know. We, we've seen all the accolades of what he does, but until we see him actually take the floor here in this, this system, I think we'll get a better idea as to what his real identity is. But I guess a four or a five, if we had to put a label, a tremendously right. t- like what do we call what do we call Giannis? We call Giannis a four, technically. Technically, yeah. Yeah, so we'll say he's a four. So uh, my answer was five. my answer was going to be yes. That's, that was my answer. Just yes. Yeah, he's all yeah. that. Yeah, he's he's all that. He wants to that run was, the point. That was, and run up. Yeah, the, that was yeah. more professional than my. I don't know. <laughs> answer is yes yeah he's all of that yeah and that's that's the exciting thing about him is you know the spurs you know need a four they got it they need a five they got it they need a three they got it they need a two i think they might got they might have it in wimby he could definitely hit the outside shots now look his percentages are not that great from three i think at last check it's hovered around 30 percent but you 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 know that's only going to get better and the fact that He's coming into the NBA with that ability and he's not shy to take the long ball and make it. I think that's going to keep defensive honest. And that's what creates a lot of space for him to attack the rim. And there you go. There's your front facing player that attacks the rim at seven foot four, five, whatever he's listed as. So the point is that, yeah, I think he's so multifaceted for his size. And that's, what's just baffling. Just Mm -hmm. baffling. Did you see that picture? Of him and Kuzma together, Kuzma's listed at six ten, and he barely reached uh, Wimby's shoulders. You know, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. Our photographer, our main sports photographer at Ken's, a guy named Jason Eggleston, he's about six six, six five, six six. And I mentioned the other day, I was, I said, have you interviewed anyone that's a foot taller than you before? <laughs> think about that. <laughs> To everybody's stand, normal person's standards, a guy six six in the room, that's in all likelihood the tallest person in the room by a considerable margin. Just picture a foot on top yeah. of that. 
we we uh we had uh, our colleague Vinny Vincetta come on this week. Oh, he's we're definitely about... taller than Vinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely way taller than me. That's for sure. And um, we we're talking about that. We said, "Hey, I was like, Vinny, you know, we're gonna have to interview this guy, and we're gonna, our necks are gonna get a workout." And he starts laughing, and he goes like, "Well, he goes, there's something in the business that I'm gonna use." And I go, "What's that, Vinny?" He says, "It's called the sit down interview." So <laughs> he goes, we're just going to sit down because if the Spurs allow us to talk to him, I'm, it's going yeah, be, to be something. And I want to see how they handle him. Uh, you know, why I bring it up is because it's going to be interesting with Wimby because I think he's going to be that non Tim Duncan. I don't want to talk to anybody vibe. Something tells me he's going to want to get his name out there that he's going to want to have the endorsements and, you know, put his. I'm making this up. Gatorade drink during conference right. chats. You know, he's gonna want all that. So, and we know what Duncan he told the Spurs he didn't want the limelight, and that's why they were very protective of him. Right. I wonder how Wimby's gonna be. Is he gonna be like, that's, no, I want to talk to people. Yeah, I know we're against the clock here, but I know, I know that's something I've thought about. Yeah. That. You, the last polarizing figure that they had here couldn't get any further away, wanted nothing to do with this. Wembenyama is a 19-year-old kid that has literally the world in his hand. Everyone's talking about him. He's got the light bulbs in his face everywhere. It didn't, honestly, it doesn't matter where he would have gone. It would, it's not mm -hmm. a matter of big market, small market. This is what it is. This is just comparable LeBron level stuff. Even if he didn't want to do this, like this is what he, what he is. But like you said, uh, he's a 19 year old kid in a different time. How can he not want to embrace this? He's going to be a megastar. He's already a megastar. But Casey Vieira never had that. The Spurs have never had that. So they never had it. How, yeah, they never had. It. Not even with with Kawhi. Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi maybe could have, but you know, looking at now, future forward looking, uh, that that would have been a disaster as well, just on that front. But speaking of megastars, we're uh, going to let Casey go because he <laughs> he he's a megastar. He gave us some time. But Casey, what's cooking Mega on the sports and desk? Star are both broad terms. <laughs> what's cooking on the sports desk? Wemby. I bet. What else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Lots of Wemby. Now, yeah. Yeah. Especially now the draft is less than a month away. Eesh, yes. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. enough. Yeah. And uh, you can expect Kens5.com as well as Kens5TV to have all things Wemby. Uh, we're turning it out every day, every week. Uh, whether it's uh, even Keldon Johnson, who's in China right now promoting his sneakers. Yeah, everybody, he does have his own sneaker line. Just a Chinese. Keldon Johnson still exists? Yes, he still exists. Yeah, I have to remind uh, uh, our uh, listeners and viewers on Ken's 5 TV uh, that Keldon is still around. But you go check it out, kens5.com slash Spurs, and check out Casey uh, holding down the sports desk on Ken's 5 TV uh, every weekend, I think Thursday through Sunday. So you cannot miss Casey there. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts. We'll be back next week with more and more Wimby draft talk. No surprise there. So for Casey, the megastar Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs>